Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When a company pushes you to your limits, sometimes they deserve some malicious compliance. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, use any bowl I see fit? You got it. I'm 42 year old male. My wife, 38 year old female, has a job where she works four-fifths of her week from home. I'm medically retired, owing to a number of health issues. We have two children, ages 16-year-old female and 12-year-old male. With that preface, I've become the go-to when it comes to dealing with the children while my wife works. After picking them up from school, we were all a mite peckish and decided that some leftover Chinese food sounded excellent as an after-school snack. My daughter filled her plate then realized she took a bit too much and asked my wife if she wanted any. Wife was in a bit of a groove while working and absently said to my daughter, Yes, please. Daughter asked, How much? My wife then said the magic words, Just however much you can fit in whatever bowl you want to put it in. Cue malicious compliance. I took one of her pumpkin-shaped coffee mugs, filled it to the brim with lo mein, as well as some beef and broccoli, and nuked it for 45 seconds. Thusly warmed, my daughter looked at me and said, I think you should deliver that one, Dad. Placed a fork in the cup and plonked it down on my wife's desk. The peals of laughter lasted probably a good two minutes before she said, Gosh darn you two. Not gonna lie, when you're doing something for somebody else and you ask them what they want, a lot of times there's nothing more desirable than somebody just saying exactly what they want. Also, hi. I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, make it go 20% faster. Sure. So this happened around 2010 in Australia to my brother who's a tradesman who worked for a small engineering firm. The pay wasn't great, but the company had great conditions and interesting work. They did varied work from making custom parts for racing cars to large jobs for the Navy. There was under 50 staff on the floor. My brother Peter is the leading hand and answered to the floor supervisor who answers directly to the engineers, owners. The supervisor retires and my brother applies for the job but misses out. The new supervisor arrives and is a tyrant. On his first day, he harasses Peter about missing out on the job and that he's the new boss now so get used to it. A couple of days later, the supervisor asks my brother to run his CNC machine 20% faster. My brother objects, but the supervisor insists. My brother says, sure, you're the boss. I'll make it go 20% faster. Within minutes, the alloy they were working with gets damaged. Not quite sure how or why, as I'm not a tradie. Suddenly, the engineers appear and question my brother about what happened. The supervisor appears and blames my brother. Fortunately, a couple tradesmen heard the previous conversation and backed Peter's story. The supervisor gets berated by the owners. My brother applies for another job soon after this and gets it. The new job pays so much better and it's a supervisor's job. About six weeks after Peter left, the owners from the previous job ring him and offer him the supervisor job as they've sacked the supervisor due to poor work standards, but Peter declines. 
It's nice to hear that Peter didn't play around with a company that so ignorantly overlooked him. Our next story is, if you say I'm not allowed to touch it, I won't. Not even if you say I should. I work in an electronics manufacturing company as a quality inspector. There are some products that need to be x-rayed and ICT'd in circuit test. We have both inline x-ray and ICT machines. The x-ray just works, but the in-circuit test program sometimes errors out. Usually 99% of times there's an error message which just needs to be dismissed and the machine will continue testing. There are a few occasions when the test program needs to be restarted, which in case we need to call the technician. The ICT stopped and I went there to check it out. It wasn't the usual error message, so I left it to tell my supervisor, the line leader, to call the technician. But before I could do so, the technician arrived and accused me of closing the test program. I argued with him that I absolutely did not close it and that I was expecting the usual error message. He didn't take it and told me and my supervisor that we are, under no circumstances, allowed to touch the inline ICT. The malicious compliance, he didn't leave for 5 minutes when the ICT stopped again. It was the usual error message. I told the line leader to call the technician while I started a downtime in the ODS, online downtime system. He did and he was told to just dismiss the error message because he was having lunch. My supervisor told him that he said we are not allowed to touch the machine under any circumstances. He wasn't having it, but we didn't care. If we're not allowed to touch it, we won't. After he finished lunch, he came there, dismissed the error message and started to argue with us. We said, but you told us we're not allowed to touch it. So we didn't. The fallout, in the end, he had to close down a 30-something minute downtime for what would have otherwise taken a few seconds. From then on, we were allowed to dismiss the error message. But only that. We, of course, are not having it. We're not allowed to touch the ICT under any circumstances after all. This next story is... Boy Scout troop leader gets mad because we only eat snacks when camping instead of real food, so we comply. This happened about 10-ish years ago, but I was a Boy Scout with a bunch of friends. Every time we would go camping, we would always just bring a bunch of snacks and eat those instead of hot dogs or standard foods. Our troop master got mad at us for only eating snacks and demanded we bring our own food next time since he was wasting money on food we didn't eat. So my friends and I being the evil kids we were, we all brought an assortment of foods such as chicken tenders, corn dogs, and pizza rolls. The troop master was visibly upset, stating that none of these were real camping foods. But the part that sent him was the fact that one of the friends we didn't tell about the plan pulled out a saucepan and two packs of ramen noodles. From then on, our troop master didn't have any problems with us bringing snacks. One of the most important things about being a boy scout is the ability to be self-sufficient. All these people supplied their own food, which is excellent. Our next story is, just do one job, she said. So I did. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. A few years ago, after graduating junior high school, my friends and I were able to land a part-time job at a fast food restaurant. I work in the kitchen and my job is to prepare the food. That includes soup, noodles, and desserts. Not all foods are prepared in our workstation. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. is when people start flocking, so the orders quickly pile up. We call it rush hour. Morning shift has to take their break at 10, so they could come back 11.30. A few months into working, and I get to learn how to shift from working to desserts to meals. If there's a few orders of the meals, I'll help in desserts, since it always piles up. My usual managers have no issue here. However, this particular week, a new manager comes, and the usual manager thought it would be a good idea to let her observe in the kitchen first. For the first few days, she would just stand in the corner and the seniors would teach her the standard of the food we're preparing in the kitchen after rush hour. After a few days, she would start to point out a few things I do, why this and that, since after orders died down I would do the refills and such. I don't really mind, however I noticed she would only do this to me, no matter how small the mistake is, like how messy I work just because there's a few drops left on the counter whenever I refill, which I quickly clean. Here comes the malicious compliance. As rush hour comes, my senior started his break a bit late, so me and my newbie co-worker, in charge for desserts, were the ones in the kitchen. And since orders for desserts start to pile up, I started to help out with the desserts since I can easily finish the meals. And this manager noticed what I was doing, and instead of helping out, she straight up said, can't you just stay in one place? With a hint of annoyance in her tone. So me and my coworker just stared at her for a few seconds before continuing our work. Then she grabbed me in my arm and dragged me in the parallel workstation where I prepare meals and said, you have one job and do it here. Even raising her tone. I try to explain that I could still do the meals while helping out and the orders for desserts are starting to pile up, but she still said the same thing. And so I did the orders just for meals. I pity my coworker who started to panic since there's a lot of follow-up orders. And whenever I look at her, she would just stare at us. 
My senior, who just came back from his break, quickly helped with desserts, and me just taking my time preparing the meals. After the rush hour, my senior asked me why I wasn't helping with the desserts, and why I would let my coworker, who just recently started, do the work. I tell them what happened, and my coworker also told them what happened. Good thing he related to our usual manager, and she never did it again. She would still point out every little mistake I did every now and then, but would let me do my work peacefully. I mean, I don't know if there's anybody you could report to, but it seems almost targeted. I mean, why just OP? Our next story is, I can't take time off when I want, so what about when you don't want? In 2019, I started working for a big accounting firm right after college. I already had a bit of experience because of a few internships and I always worked part-time since I was 16, but I was mainly hired because I spoke four languages and they had business with a lot of foreign clients. I was hired as a consultant, but I did a lot of things. I really enjoyed organizing big files and I had a lot of experience with Excel since I'd paid for a professional course during college. So besides my usual work of handling some clients and doing my reports, I was also doing a lot of things like sales reports, client reports, basically most of the Excel files and a lot of computer-based tasks. When COVID hit and we started to work from home, I was able to automate most of my tasks during two or three months. I was able to program a code that would basically do the sales reports, the most important file, and a few more automatically and I could update it if needed. My boss was over the moon with the update part, but I didn't tell him that it was being done automatically. I didn't tell anyone for a matter of fact. This gave me a lot of extra time to talk to clients and pick up a few extra new ones which gave me a considerable pay raise, since I was highly appraised during the meetings with my direct boss and a few higher ups. Whenever I did take time off, I had to delegate all of my tasks and client meetings to anyone I trusted, which was mostly Jimmy, fake name. Jimmy was a good personal friend of mine and was married to my cousin, so we would occasionally take time off at the same time for a vacation or family gathering. I was saving my vacation days for summer and winter, and in the only days I took during 2020, I left my tasks running automatically and I told Jimmy that he didn't need to do that, and he didn't really ask questions since it was less work for him. However, me and Jimmy took a few days off at the same time to go to a wedding in another country, and I was told by my boss that he would let it happen, but to not make it a habit to take our vacation at the same time, and that I would have to work a bit harder to thank him for his good deed, and that my sales weren't getting any bigger in the last few months. I reminded him that I had the highest number of sales in all of the department, and I was the only one with the extra tasks, but he just told me that it wasn't a big deal and that anyone could have done that, so when I went on vacation, I turned off all of my automated tasks, and this was a big deal, since it was the end of the month and my boss would need all of my reports completely updated. Apparently they had to put five people to do my tasks so that they could finish the reports, which delayed the work of that team, and the reports were late and lacked a few things that mine had. This was huge since all the higher ups weren't happy with my boss since he showed them the reports late, and they were clearly a huge downgrade from mine, and they also commented that there was a team failing a lot of deadlines that month, which was the team assigned to do my tasks. As soon as I got back to work, I got a call from my boss apologizing for not appreciating my work with the tasks. 
offering me a bonus and asking me to not take time off at the end of the month ever again. I told him that it was an unreasonable request, and I reminded him that he already approved my week off in two months, which he apparently was still under approval, and he straight up told me that it wasn't going to be approved. I'm not an angry person per usual, but I got really upset about that, and they told me that as long as it wasn't at the end of the month, I could take time off whenever I wanted. Okay, fine. As soon as I got out of the call, I started looking for other jobs and I scheduled all of my time off, about three weeks, on the next month, the busiest month for us. This was a big deal since most of the big clients didn't speak English or our native tongue and they only wanted to talk to me, but nevertheless, my boss approved. Subsequently, Jimmy also scheduled the time off at the same time, so despite not being at the end of the month, someone had to do my tasks, since I would once again turn them off. Apparently, they weren't able to handle either my clients or my tasks, and they just ignored the tasks until I got back. But some of the clients got really angry since no one could really assist them as good as I could. And I actually got a call on my personal phone from one of them asking them to assist him in my personal time and that he would be really appreciative of my time. This was a huge client and he was actually a great person that had huge respect for me. So I said it was fine as long as he came to my location. I was on vacation with my family. So long story short, They came with a yacht and invited all of my family to go there and to the villa he rented. I spent the whole day helping him and setting all of his orders up and requests, and he was more than happy to offer me a job once he knew I was looking for other jobs. Since apparently I sent my curriculum to one of his buddies' companies, it was a huge offer with lots of benefits, and the offer would also extend to Jimmy, who was actually going to work for me with a great salary also. In my country, you don't have to give two weeks notice to your boss, so I just quit when I returned and told him that I wouldn't do any of the sales reports. He was pissed, but there was nothing he could do. I'm still in that same new company, but with a higher position now. I actually manage a huge team and I don't really have a schedule. I just have to travel a lot, which is fine by me. Last I checked with a few friends that still work in my old company, They had to hire a whole team to handle my tasks, and a few of the clients quit because they weren't satisfied with how they're being handled. Next time, you should value your employees more. I mean, rules are rules and all, but unless you're a big shot company that doesn't rely on one person literally propping the walls up, probably should have some leniency and work with your workers. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome story of malicious compliance, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.